0: This is a special edition of the Webhawk News Podcast for May 7, 2020. I'm Jim Cates. UW-Whitewater is facing its biggest crisis since the destruction of Old Main by fire half a century ago. That crisis destroyed half of the campus's instructional space overnight. It dispersed classes all across Whitewater and forced a rebuilding process that extended over decades. This year's troubles began with projections of falling enrollment for next fall and beyond. Now those concerns have been ramped up exponentially by the spread of the novel coronavirus, which forced instruction online in mid-March and portends even bigger disruptions for the fall semester. A pall of uncertainty has fallen largely unseen across more than 10,000 students, faculty, and staff, most of whom have been isolated for several weeks The undercurrent of anxiety was reflected by a question from a student read at an online town hall meeting Wednesday by UWW Communications Director, Jeff Angeleri. I feel extremely stressed financially, emotionally, and most important, educationally. I'm so concerned about my motivation and willpower to continue my studies online through next fall to the point where I'm considering withdrawing from continuing my education through next fall, or at least limiting myself to 12 credits, which would ruin my plans for graduating in four years. As if to ramp up the tension, UW System President Ray Cross asked Regents this week to approve an extensive restructuring plan. Cross is asking every campus except Madison to submit a list of potential programs for the chopping block. He wants to centralize administrative functions, such as information technology and human resources, And bring together all campuses online offerings in one uniform package. He said layoffs are inevitable. On Wednesday, UWW Chancellor Dwight Watson said it was too early to see clearly what campus life would look like in September. You are probably wondering what the next academic year would look like. The honest answer right now is we don't know. I've told people that I'm brutally optimistic about our ability to return to campus in the fall. I hope that optimistic view will turn into our reality. The numbers tell a bleak story. Vice Chancellor Grace Cricket has put the virus's financial toll for the campus at $10.2 million in refunds and lost revenue. The university and its students will split $8 million from the federal CARES Act but that relief will be undercut by a projected $2.1 million cut in state funding for UWW this fiscal year. About 30 academic instructional staff have been laid off. More than 100 other staff members will face 90-day furloughs this summer, and everyone else is being asked to take 13 unpaid furlough days in the coming year. As for the fall term, The UW system has asked individual campuses to report their plans for instruction by July 10th. Watson spoke on Wednesday of returning to a modified normal, but Interim Provost Greg Cook told faculty and instructional staff that they'd be wise to think about presenting their material online, just in case. Amid all this, the university's 150th graduating class is asked to tune in for an online commencement ceremony on Saturday May 16th at 1 p.m. Last Monday, Watson and his cabinet met online with faculty members for a sometimes acrimonious session about the workings of the coming year's furloughs. Faculty complained that 13 days of furlough for nine-month employees would take a bigger bite percentage-wise than for employees who work year-round. Session moderator James Hartwick said the faculty's desires were clear. It does seem like things are getting muddled, and it's a fairly clear ask, which is progressive and proportional. Progressive in salary and proportional on numbers of days' work. Watson said he and the vice chancellors would take 15 days of furlough, as opposed to 13 for faculty and staff. He said deans and higher-paid faculty, such as business professors, might be asked to kick in more than others. Faculty members noted that Whitewater apparently is the only UW campus not planning for pay cuts that increase in percentage for higher salaries. But Cook reminded faculty that the notion of equity could be defined in numerous ways. Keep in mind that furlough is one tool, and it's one tool of multiple tools. People could argue the other tools were not equitable either, and I didn't hear that argument from faculty. So, for example, when we went through the round of layoffs, 12-month employees were laid off and nine-month instructors were laid off. No faculty were laid off, not one. At a faculty meetup afterwards, Elena Levy-Navarro said faculty governments demanded a preeminent role for professors in setting personnel changes. And that principle that is never uttered is the idea that the faculty have the primary responsibility over academics, curriculum, and faculty personnel matters. That means tenure. That means it even can mean raises, etc. David Simmons, chair of the faculty senate, decried what he called a divide-and-conquer strategy by the administration and said faculty had made its support for academic staff more than clear. So I, I'm, I'm disturbed by the suggestion that the faculty have not requested repeatedly that academic staff in particular be preserved uh, from these budget cuts precisely because we knew back in February what the academic impacts would be. The near future, it seems, will be one with which no one is completely satisfied. Watson noted that 80% of students responding to an online poll said they found online learning more challenging than the classroom setting. But when a student at Wednesday's forum asked whether tuition would be discounted to reflect the disadvantages of remote instruction, the answer from Cook and Watson was a clear no. The Talk News Podcast is an independent production from the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. I'm Jim Cates.